I'm going to deal with a query that, that we received from someone. I'm going to call the person George. That's not the real uh, name. George um, says that about 10 years ago, they purchased a property, he and his uh, wife. And because of their concerns regarding expropriation without compensation and warnings that you shouldn't have too many properties in your name, he registered this property in the name of his daughter after having paid for it himself. Then he also mentioned that he made some improvements to the property, built a house, etc., also paying for all of that from his own pocket. So the property was bought with his money, improvements were made with his money. However, the property is, named, is registered in the name of his daughter. Now they are worried about this and they want to transfer the property back into their name because of uh, certain concerns that they have. And they ask what are the options, what can they do to give effect to those plans and address their concern. Now, let me maybe firstly say that I certainly understand the concern. Um, it's a valid one, I would argue. And um, yeah, we, we often deal with parents who raise a property in the name of their children. Often the reason is that they basically want to let their children inherit earlier, inherit in quotation marks, in other words, they're still alive, but they want to help the children, so they raise the, the property in the name of the children. Um, in this case, however, as I mentioned before, the reason was for raising it in the name of the daughter, their concern regarding expropriation without compensation. Now, I certainly believe that it's a very dangerous thing to do. What if the child passes away before the prayers? And for example, in his will or her will stipulate that the property must go to the spouse of that child. In other words, the son-in-law or the daughter-in-law. What if the parents live so long that they might need the property or the process of the sale of the property to maintain themselves? And what if the children then do not want to help the parents if they have that problem to, for example, sell the property or rent it out so that they can get the rental income? Or what if the child is declared insolvent um, and the property would, of course, be part of the insolvent estate? Or what if the child gets divorced? So there are many risks attached to resting the property in the name of the child. Also, very few parents expect it, but uh, I've often seen how relationship between parents and children can um, turn problematic, how there can be serious disputes between parents and children, and then obviously it also will create a serious headache for those parents if the property is reset in the name of the child. So I often advise my clients to rather not register the properties in the name of their children. They can inherit one day. But yeah, let's maybe get back to the question of George. What can he now do to address his concern? How can he transfer the property back into his name or into the name of him and his spouse without any serious tax and other implications? 
Now, um, from a tax point of view, if the property is indeed registered, um, then the question is always, what is the reason for the transfer? Is it a donation? Is it a, is it a sale? What is the reason? The causa is what we call it in uh, legal terms. Now, um, if it is a donation, then there would be donations tax of 20% payable on the value of the property. Let's say, for example, the property for purposes of our discussion is worth 2 million rand, then there would be 400,000 rand donations tax payable. In other words, 20% of 2 million rand. Now, that obviously you would want to avoid. Uh, by the way, um, you can um, normally get away with using the municipal valuation of a property. In my experience, SARS is normally happy that the municipal valuation is close to the market value. So you can, uh, in many cases, uh, get away with using the municipal valuation. But yeah, in the case of George, the big question is how can we avoid the nation's tax being payable? Now, I think there is a, there's a solution. Now, I, uh, from the um, uh, inquiry of, of George, I am assuming that there's no formal agreement that he and his daughter concluded when the property was bought 10 years ago and when the money was provided by him for the property uh, acquisition and also for the building of the house on the property. Um, so I'm assuming that they didn't deal with the transaction as a donation, as such. I'm assuming that it was simply an agreement between them as family members, whereby the daughter and the father decided to help each other. So the property is registered in her name because of the concern regarding expropriation without compensation. Now, based on this, I believe that there are two possible arguments, two possible basis that they could use to argue that George, as uh, the father, does have a claim against his daughter because of that transaction. Firstly, I think he could argue that there was actually a loan between him and his daughter. He made the funds available for the purchase of the property and then also for the building of the house on the property to his daughter and that could be argued constitutes a loan. Alternatively, there's also room, I believe, to argue that there's an enrichment claim that he has in respect of the property because he occupied the property on a bona fide basis and incurred costs um, in respect of the property, which enriched his daughter as owner of the land. So by law and principle, there should also be an enrichment claim. Now, whatever basis they use is probably not that important at all because the daughter, according to the inquiry of George, is prepared to give her cooperation. However, we need to justify the reason from a tax point of view. So I would suggest that George does his calculations and uh, sees to what extent he would have a claim against his daughter, obviously for the purchase price he paid many years ago and also in respect of all the improvements that he's made uh, to the property, and then hopefully the value that he would get would be around about 2 million rand, which we, as I mentioned before, are assuming 
is the value of the land. And then they could basically set off the two amounts against each other. In other words, the two million rand claim that he has against the daughter for those amounts that he had paid over the years and the two million rand that the property is uh, worth, in other words, as purchase price, if he now, in other words, buys the property from the daughter. So no purchase price would be payable as it is indeed set off against the two million rand claim that he has against his daughter and uh, consequently there would be no um, donations tax payable. Now, if the two amounts maybe do not match or they they, they, they a couple of rands uh, off, then uh, there are, are two other options that I believe he could consider. Let's say the one amount adds up to 1.6 million and the value is 2 million rand, so there would be a 400,000 rand difference. Now, then they could, for example, agree um, that the difference, the 400,000 rand, in other words, is payable on demand, and furthermore, the daughter could then donate an amount of 100,000 rand per year tax-free to her father. Now, according to the current tax legislation, that is indeed the amount that each taxpayer can donate tax-free every tax year, in other words, 100,000 rand. So then you don't have to pay the 20% in uh, donations tax. This um, Exemption, by the way, um, is applicable to do both spouses. So two spouses can can jointly donate 200,000 rand tax-free uh, per year. Um, the daughter, in any event, in my opinion, should most certainly and also stipulate in her will that the balance of the purchase price would be inherited by her father for in case that she might pass away before him. Another option would also be to give the daughter a percentage share in the property, maybe equal to the difference between the two million rand and the amount that she owes her father. So uh, that would also be an option to make sure that there's no donations tax payable. And then finally, they could also use a usufruct maybe to protect the parents and reset that over the property. So yeah, there are a couple of uh, options that they can consider. Whatever they do decide to do at the end of the day, I would most certainly advise them uh, both the parents and the, the daughter to uh, revise their wills to make sure that uh, they cater for this transaction. So yeah, um, in general, maybe I should also just emphasize the importance uh, that one does proper uh, calculations in such, such a case, gets proper uh, uh, tax advice. Obviously, in a program like this, we can only give you some general uh, guidelines in terms of uh, tax implications, etc., we can't give you exact advice that will always be applicable to uh, your, um, your uh, situation. So rather consult your lawyer, rather uh, consult your tax uh, advisor uh, in respect of your specific situation and get uh, proper advice in this regard. That's all we have uh, time for today. Remember our email address is info at vvd.co.za. Thanks for listening and make sure that you tune in again next week Wednesday between 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock and then also on Friday evenings.